This is your host, Lex G. This one's for me, you, and you too. Let's get started. Yeah, I lost my AirPods uh, when I was going about to get off the truck to come home, but shoot, man. So I had to go buy me another pair later today. Okay, okay. And uh, because I do already have everything down packed, I know she mentioned home. Uh, it's kind of funny because that is uh, one of the first questions on my list for you. Uh, <laughs> so oh, let's, yeah. I guess uh, we can jump right in. That sounds good. Okay, so um, when you think of home, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I know she said, you know, you're going to come home. You're referring to back here in Wichita or what's home to you? Home to me is Houston now. Like, you know, I'm born and raised in Wichita. That's always going to be where my heart's set. But I'm starting a life here and building my empire here. So this is where home is, where my empire is going to be at. Okay, okay. I, I look forward to that. I like that answer. I like that. You know, home wherever the heart is. Okay. Right. So um, you mentioned um, starting to build your empire. So um, obviously you found something to work on or something to do. Um, where are you finding this meaning in life? What does this empire consist of? Do you mean like career-wise or what, what uh, do you mean? Whatever, you know, where are you finding meaning in life uh, right now? Where right. are you focused on? Right now, it's just building my career, getting everything going, because right now I'm out in the oil field working. Uh, that's out of West Texas, Odessa Millen area. And it's bringing in very, very good revenue where I can – that revenue is helping me build my trucking business because it all I do out there is I drive sand trucks, deliver okay. drilling well sites. So that's, you know, that's, that's what I got going on. Just trying to okay. get here in Houston. It's real big on tanker work and the ports where the ships come in and deliver like them crates you see out on the highway. I want to get yeah. trucks and all of that. Okay. So like, are you wanting to have like your own uh company like and you hire people or yes ma'am yep i want to have i want to hire drivers and take owner operators as well so i'm in in my authority probably closer to the end of the year um i just gotta try to see how much that would be down here and how much insurance and everything would be the insurance is a killer insurance be between 10 to fifteen thousand dollars and yeah that's that's some steep money right we ain't gotta be making money (laughs) that's what i want to actually go into okay okay i like that so what would you say the meaning of a good life is or at least for you like what would be considered a good life for you you know you talk about your empire and would that be considered like good life would you be good with just that or a good life to me is, man, whenever, you know, whenever our demise come, be able to leave behind something to our loved ones. That's a good life to me, being able to have everything I need to make sure my nieces and nephews going to be straight for their children, their grandchildren, and just generations to come. I like that. That generational, yeah. Yeah, generational wealth is what we need out here. Oh, yeah, for sure, especially in the black community, for sure. Right. No, we got to leave more wheels and less fields. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, but, As you, you know, know for sure. like Go home and be in debt, and we have to pay that debt off for now. <laughs> right, right. 
there's, there's no reason for that. Um, so is there also, like, go ahead. go ahead. Also, I said, shoot, a lot of people need to get into life insurance, have a life insurance policy. Go. Oh, yeah. At all. Not being disrespectful, but it's not. A little right. $30 a month can get you a nice size policy. Oh, trust me. I know. And, you know, I always say, you know, going back to, you know, anyone I know that's out there living life a little bit more roguishly, uh, should I say, at least at least you're going to be out there doing how you do, at least give your mama something to bury you, you know. If you're going to be out there risking your life, no mother, you know, wants to bury her child. Exactly. And if, if you're going to put yourself in those kind of situations, at least make sure that can be taken care of. Because there's no reason you should be out there playing with your life in this game and your mother not be able to lay you to rest or whatever the witches may be. If you're going to play like that, you better play very well, you know. And I hate to say it like that, but a lot of people, I don't feel like they think about that. You know, how dare you, you know, cost all this debt, you know, because you want to play games. And I'm, maybe it's not even games, but it's life. And so we have to look at it because that's real shit. It is. We got to play with it have something to show, at least, I think. Exactly. A lot of folks just want to have flashy cars, jewelry, all this and that. And it's like, why? What's the point? Invest that money into something that's going to make money. All right. Because, I mean, you got it. But, you know, what's what's it all mean? You know, if the task force comes down, sweep everything, you know what I mean? They taking the cars, the rims, the beats, <laughs> everything. Exactly. They might take your mama's house while you're playing. She should have sure. bought it for her. You want to flash out in front of it. Right. Because even if you just pay the light bill in that house, you know, that's, you know, you, are, you know what I'm saying? For real. Back in, say, ah, you paid the light bill three, four years ago in November. Right. <laughs> so, uh, talking about the good life, um, do you like to celebrate the good parts of your life in any special way? You know, uh, do you like to give yourself praise or treat yourself? Or, you know, how do you like to celebrate when you feel like life is going good? Or do you just kind of like to, you know, not do anything? Just take it as it is and keep pushing. Man, I just take it as it is and keep pushing. What I do is, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, why don't you have this and that in the bank account? I'm like, I invest that money. I'd rather show right. that bro sitting somewhere. That that's what that's what makes me happy. You know, that's how I celebrate. When I go put that two, three thousand dollars into an investment and I see that money going up and up and up. Knowing that I'll cash that money out at any time and dude, be good. Yeah. But I like that. I like seeing that sitting there and just keep on growing. So, um, speaking of investing, uh, what kind of things do you like to invest in? I know we talk a little about, you know, our cryptos and things like that. Uh, give us a little insight, maybe some tips, pointers, you know. Shoot, I'm kind of a gambler when I do it. Like, I look, at, <laughs> I, I kind of look at how the trend is. And I go, okay. by, if I see growth for like three months, and I see a gap, say it dropped off for about two or three months. I just try to follow that trend. When I see it's going up, I'll try to get in, cash out. I'm not sure if that's a good way to go because I don't really have nobody teach me. But I'm just going off. So this ain't investment advice, by the way. So I don't want nobody trying to come at me if they try to follow this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm asking. I'm just asking from your perspective. You know, I want to get a little insight from you because I, 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 I watch you and you do, you do things. You know. 
So I know a lot of people don't know. And, you know, even if you don't know, you're willing to admit, but it's also lets us know that you at least sought that knowledge and maybe it'll get someone else to do the same, you know? So I appreciate that. Teach me the right way to do it. I don't know if I'm doing it the right way. I might be doing it the right way, but if I'm not, if someone else might want to teach me, shoot, go ahead. But by the way, I've been doing it, you know, I've lost, trust me, I've lost, I've lost out the ass on some money, but yeah, as well. Right. You know, I can shoot, I can shoot, I don't lost, yeah, quite a bit. Over the thousand mark, I'll say that. Okay. See, I, I like that honesty, though, you know what I mean? Right. But like you said, it's still a gamble because, you know, I mean, the stock market, all that, any of that is still risky, but I mean, I'd rather play that than just, you know, sit down and play, try to play the lottery. You know, if I'm going to take the risk, let me take it a different way, you know. So I guess it's a matter of how you think about things or, you know, when you com- kind of compare things. So they're kind of one and the same, but at the same time not, you know, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's so. like, I'd rather invest and take that risk of losing than go out here, buy this expensive-ass car. Or have all this stuff, and like I said, I work in oil, so that car is gonna sit there, depreciate. Right. You know, as soon as it's taking off the lot. <laughs> exactly. I can't wear no chain, no things, no watches, none of that while I'm on the well site, and that's where I'm at. Shoot, three, four months at a time. So I'm like, man, I ain't no. But one thing, other thing, I'm looking at investing in is buying silver and gold. Mm. Music to my ears. Because how everything's going now with the economy, I believe that the dollar will eventually crash. And silver and gold are always going to have value to somebody. Oh, for sure. Gold, and, for sure. That was the first trade. Exactly. Going back so to where this, where this dollar, this paper dollar bill come from, huh? They used to make you go, hmm. <laughs> exactly. For real, though. This fiat money system, but nobody wants to talk about it. Right. The fiat money system is just, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's mostly a scam. It mostly. It is. Mostly. <laughs> right. It is a scam because at any time, the government can say, hey, this here is worthless. <laughs> and right. Just like when the pandemic first started and they were going to make a digital wall, they're just going to make up some money, huh? And then they're right. saying everywhere there's a chain shortage and all this and that. So y'all just gonna make up some money to give everybody, but y'all could have been doing that the whole time if that's the case. Exactly. Huh. So why do we have people homeless? Why do we have people hungry? What it what it, what is going on? Because I'm not understanding at this point in time. If y'all were gonna make up some money, I should be making it this whole time. Y'all made more food stamps available. And then also they tax the hell out of us when we working. I imagine so. I'll tell you this. Next week in my check, I'm having eleven hundred dollars taken out in taxes. Wow! And I live in Texas, so we don't pay state taxes. That's just from federal. Uh, the what's that? Social Security, and what's the other one called? Federal Social Security and Medicare. I think uh, Medi- Medicare. Yeah, I'll say medical. Yeah, Fed's always watching. Say, so always better make sure you fresh the sale. Oh yeah, because they don't want their money always. They so do, and if you don't give it to them, shoot, they coming for you. They come and take it. <laughs> That's for sure. Right. I've been seeing like so many things about 
you know, when people got those loans and everything and, you know, they didn't have anything to show for it except for flashy things. That's that's what exactly baby fresh as hell when the fans watching stick right. to the code. Exactly. Stick to the code. They don't say it for no reason. And it's like they're not saying it for no reason. Like I tell players out here, like man, you out here trying to wear all that thousand dollar jewelry and all that. I got my Walmart slides, my Walmart sweatpants, a Walmart t shirt on, pulling the same female. Shoot. That part, man. That part. You ain't shoot. It's about man. These cats be out just trying to. A lot of folks just don't have their attention on the right. That's what it is nowadays. They're worried about the wrong things. See, I say that a lot of time, and I feel like people take it the wrong way. And it could just be because maybe they don't understand what I mean, but then again, how can they from our perspective until I break down? But by the time they already feel offended, and it's like, you know, I'm not trying to do that. I mean, well, just, you know what I mean? A lot of time, intentions and temptations are blurred. So that's what we're trying to get at, you know? If just as long as you mean well, you have good intention, and you do things purposeful and meaningful, I feel like that's all that matters. You know? Honestly, I feel like that is all that matters. You're right on that one. You know, I'm more like someone to approach me and be honest and let me know up front what they're talking about or what they have on the agenda than someone who I feel like I got to worry and wonder and be like, hmm, like I got a question. If I feel like I got a question somewhere, I I get a weird feeling. No, that's my intuition, and I, you know, something's off. Right. You know, and I could say, well, maybe it's just me, but who is the better judgment for what I have going than myself? When you sit and think about it, just like everyone else in themselves, you know. Right, because you know what's best for you. Nobody right. knows what's best for you. Right. A lot of times, I find I... when I go against that little voice in my head, you know, things kind of get off, you know. So. I... <laughs> But it's hard sometimes, you know, because I, I feel like you just got to follow your heart. It won't lead you wrong. Your heart will never lead you wrong. As long as it's in the right place, keep it in the right place. Them intentions and temptations, you know, watch them. Watch them. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real, though. Yeah. But I feel just saying, like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are worried about the wrong thing, but, you know, we, you think that's well, but it could be for different reasons. You know, I feel like everyone's focused on, you know, purpose. And do you feel like um, we all have like a purpose or goal to feel or like life requires a purpose or goal? I, I know we were talking a little bit about generational wealth and whatnot. Like, I don't believe it requires one, but I believe you should have one. Okay. I believe you should have one because, what, like, Everybody has a purpose on this earth. You know, everybody has to got to find their own purpose. And the thing is, is it within you? You got to find it within yourself. You got to love yourself enough to say, hey, I got a purpose here. And whatever that purpose is, it will come to you. But you got to believe in yourself. You can't say, I don't have a purpose here because if you say you got a purpose here, you're not going to strive for anything. Right. Kind of like do the bare like minimum. Right, the bare minimum, exactly. <laughs> the bare minimum, those survival things, you know? You're going to be right. living in survival mode. Right. And then thing also, too, people can't be living off of, well, my mama did this, my daddy did that. You know, whatever happened, happened. Of course, you can address it, but you can't just dwell on the past because it ain't going right. to change. Right. 
Uh, I think you may have cut out. Oh, uh, can you hear me now? Uh, I can now. Okay, my fault, my fault. Yeah, I like your answer. Um, it kind of makes me think of when people say, you know, um, you know, agree to disagree and move on. I'm like, you can't really agree to disagree and move on. I mean, you could, but you know, if the issue never gets addressed, it's going to be some underlying, you know, wondering is there some kind of intention behind because you don't know. I believe you can, you know, forgive and, you know, move on from there because you'll never really forget because the memory, you know what I mean? I don't think you really forget things. We just kind of store them differently or shuffle them away. But I do believe you can forgive and move past it, you know, but I don't really uh, agree with the agree or disagree and move on because there's always going to be that uh, that what if or those one-off scenarios or those, you know what I mean? Because you don't, you're not able to tell someone else how you're feeling and then tell you how you're feeling in both points. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. I don't have to agree with what you're saying. And just because I'm right does not mean you are wrong. But a lot of people do not understand that. You know, to me, it's about being, you know, transparent. But then again, empathy is not, you know, just a given. It's a learned trait. It should be one of the easiest to put yourself in someone else's shoes. But most of the time, we literally revolve the world around ourselves. But is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. You got to put yourself first above everything. But also, with that being said, you got to try to see stuff from another standpoint. Like, it's just like, I'm not saying take into into serious consideration what they're saying, but it's like, if I tell somebody, hey, you're moving wrong, you you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're moving the wrong way, you need to go about it this way. Yeah, they can listen and just say, ah, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. But it's like, hey, I see you're going in the direction that you should. Like, I've been in that position that you're in. But if you're, but now I've seen the mistake I've made, and you're going on the same mistakes, I ain't trying to have you make that mistake as well. Just like free game, pretty much. Right. Charge the game. Take it as it is, you know? Right. For sure. Because game really don't come cheap. It so don't. But when it comes down to it, we all making plays every day. Exactly. Every day. We all showing up to play. It's like it's like we all big kids, you know, we have play therapy. We could say we're on a play day right now because when we kids, what did we do? We just showed up. We were present. We enjoyed the moment, right? Right. But as we got older, somehow, you know, how children are associated with innocence, somehow we lost our innocence. Why? Because we got older. But a lot of times, we are still young at heart. I love to laugh. I love to giggle. I love to go out with my friends, you know? Right. But and you know, does that mean we're less innocent because we are the age in which we are? Or are we, you know, no less, you know, as young and vibrant or childlike? All we did was get a little bit bigger, you right. know, evolve a little bit. Exactly. Who's to say? Man, that's deep. That's deep. I never really... Uh, that way for real yeah. uh, thank you that's man that's real deep I just I just feel like you know just show up you know all I try to do is I just try to show up I just try to be there I just try to be present in the moment you know right. because if we're not living in the now technically will we not be in the past 
if we keep retracting back, if we keep going backwards, we were literally doing things over and over, repeating patterns. Correct. So why not live in the present and the now, like when we were kids? We were just, what, young, wild, and free, like we say. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it comes with adulthood. So, I mean, but they also say, you know, we have certain rights. Right. And I, I don't know. have more to lose than we did as kids, so we try to move about stuff a different way. Right. That's the sad thing about it. Like, right. Dang. I thought we were supposed to be born free. Right. It I mean, had life, liberty, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. I don't feel like I got those rights. We don't. Could remind me <laughs> of when I took comp two uh, when I was going to Butler. Uh, we had to write our paper on this book uh, by, I think his name was like John J. Queese Rosu. Mm-hmm. And it's born free, but everywhere he is in chains. Contract. That's what the book's called, the social contract. It's a good, it's a really good book. It sounds like it. Yeah, you should really have to look into that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, man, yeah, social contract. That's what he says. Man is born free, but everywhere he is in chains. And to me, that means, yeah, we're born free, but we're bound, we're in chains, and we're bounded to certain limitations. Because it's like a dog on a leash in the yard. Dog can go so far. But the chain's gonna pull it back once it gets to the you know the fullest extent. Yeah. Cause like when they say the sky is the limit, man, is it really the limit? Like, right. Like, you know, kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get it. Oh yeah. And go also, beyond the stars. It's something out there. Exactly. It's infinite space, ain't it? Yeah. You're no right. bottom. Float. Exactly. You know, and I think to them, like, they're saying, you know, the sky is as far as they'll let us go. Right. But what's the sky to them? Because, like, what they call skyscrapers. Right. That, you know, skyscrapers, they scrape the sky. Is that where the sky is the limit at? Or can we soar past that? I like that concept. I like that. Right. A lot of folks, man, it's crazy out here. Like, I do a lot of reading. Like when I had went to another company, I was driving over the road outside the oil field. And I listened to a lot of books. Like I still listen to a lot of books, like the audio books. Mm-hmm. The last book, uh, man, the last two books I've listened to was uh, The Art of Seduction and The 48 Laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both by the same gentleman. I can't remember. Hold on. You, sorry, you cut out on The 48 Laws. What was it? The 48 Laws of what? Oh, I'm sorry. The 48 Laws of Power. Mm, okay. And The Art of Seduction. They're by the same man. And they're both very, 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 very good reads. Especially, you should read The 48 Laws of Power first, then The Art of Seduction. Read them in that order. Okay. And the Art of Seduction, it ain't talking about anything sexual, but it just shows how, how you can play on different emotions a person has to pretty much convince them to do what they want. Okay, kind of like a little manipulation? Correct. And then intentions and temptations, though. See, that's what it. See, yeah, I like that though. Because they use an example in a book of how Marilyn Monroe, uh huh, that deep kind of like a deep childlike voice, uh huh, seductive look, and they said that's what played on a lot of men. 
she didn't necessarily have to sleep with him, but just how she would talk and everything that does something like, I guess, in a man's brain that could pretty much manipulate them into, you know, fantasizing. Very interesting. It's a see, good, it's a real good see, thing. but then that makes even this sounds like see, I'm gonna have to check it out. See, now I got I'm not getting audiobooks, but it, I just don't like when they sound monotone. But okay, that makes me think of okay, so you know how in some folklore or in shows they show you know sirens or um like Medusa is like kind of been that way like you were just describing like just having that look or you know very alluring and you know captivating it kind of makes you think like all all this out here it really talks about things that we have in this world just in I don't know not saying like they're real but you know the same laws you know kind of like the law of attraction you know correct all of that, so they all kind of tie into each other, like it's just kind of wordplay, you know. Right. Mm. Master art of communication, exactly. all language, right? Linguistics. The man's name is Robert Green. I just had to look it up. His name is Robert Green. I've I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah, I'm telling you that art of seduction, man, it's good. And the siren was actually one of the seducers. Hmm. Like you, just, okay. Producers. Okay. Have you um, ever heard of Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison? I have not. Uh, that, I think that's a really good read. The Invisible Man, you said? Yes. All right. By who? Uh, Ralph Ellison. Right, I'm sorry. By Ralph Ellison. All right, I'm about to put it in my phone. This later. Look, um, he has these quotes, and listen to this. He says, I am invisible, understand, simply because people refuse to see me. Like the bodiless heads you see sometimes in circus fly shows, it is as though I have been surrounded by mirrors of hard, distorting glass. When they approach me, they see only my surroundings, themselves, or figments of their imagination. Indeed, everything and anything except me. And then he goes on to say, um, I was never more hated than when I tried to be honest or when even as just now I've tried to articulate exactly what I felt to be the truth. No one was satisfied. So that makes me wonder, are there are some things better left unsaid or should we always try to, you know, speak our personal truth and speak with conviction? You know, man, I feel like we should always try to speak our personal truth because it's like I always look at life like this, you know. I know you don't have a twin, correct? Huh? You don't have a twin, do you? No, I don't. See? I mean, I look at it, excuse my French, but I came out the wound alone. Shoot, I'm going to die alone. Yeah. Why do I got to care what somebody else say? Right. You know, somebody don't like what I got to say, shoot. You ain't going to make me lose no sleep and no money. Right. That's the one. See, but a lot of times, I don't know, I a lot of times people feel, or maybe people don't, I can say I feel as if I can be a little harsh or blunt, and 
you know, sometimes people are like, man, that was so mean. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean, but other than me getting straight to the point and being very upfront, I felt like there was no other way around it. Like the point would not be made, you know, it's not like I ever want to be mean about it, but I just want it to be understood because I feel like the way I'm trying to get it across is not laying that to be comprehended. You know, does that make sense? That makes sense. So a lot of times I feel like, you know, I used to shy away from, you know, just be like, ah, you know what I mean? Because I don't like to be that way. I don't, I feel like a lot of times, you know, people want me to raise my voice or, you know, different things like get out of character. And it's like, why I'm not a loud talker. I'm very soft-spoken. You know, I don't like to yell, you know, why should anyone have to strain their voice, you know, protect it. Your, your vocals are there. You know what I mean? There's no point, but I get what you're saying. You know, I just, I, a lot of times just wor- worry that people will take it the wrong way because I know sometimes when I sit back and think about the things I say or do and how people have reacted or responded, I'm like, hmm, okay, I can see why they react or respond that way, but I don't do that right in that moment. You know what I mean? So then I have to revisit that memory and go back to the past and then, you know, address that behavior within myself before I can even address them if I do choose to do so. You know what I mean? So, so, let me ask, do you feel like family takes things wrong more than friends take things wrong? Oh, definitely. Why do you feel like that is? Um, honestly, I feel like I pick and choose my friends or people I call friends. Um, I don't know. I kind of honestly, I feel like my friends kind of maybe they choose me or maybe we choose each other. I don't know. I don't call very many people friend, but I know there's someone, you know, it's something never going wrong. I can pick up the phone and call or I know I have a a place at their house or we can just get up in the middle of the night and go. You know, I can be me without worrying that they think. I'm being anything other than, you know, they're not typically worried that um, I'm going to move against them or that I mean wrong or that, you know, that would have ill will. And I hate to say it, but sometimes, you know, family and, you know, the depth of those relations can have those, you know, other attachments to them. You know, they would hope you don't have any ill will or whatnot, but they don't just have that. I know, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. That makes sense. Like You know, so. Like how I say it is, shoot, sometimes, excuse am I allowed to curse? Oh, yeah, we're grown. Ah, shit, all right, like family ain't shit sometimes. Right. Like, I'm just shit, it's really big, get. That's the one. Then, can I, let me ask you this, too. When you say, when we talk about uh, family taking things wrong or... Do you think some friends, uh, how do you feel like some friends are just there for benefits of you and not just truly there because of you? And do you feel like friends get into relationships and end friendship? Um, all of it. Um, and I used to have this issue, honestly. Like, I felt like 
if you, I feel like you make time for the things you want in your life. And honestly, I still hold that to be true, you know, because time is one of the most valuable things you can give to someone. I feel like my time is the most important thing I can share with anyone else. That's the one of the most selfless things I can do. One of the most, you know, because I don't know. Our days may be numbered. They may not. Who knows? Exactly. You know? And so I just hope when I show up, it's a lasting impression. When you show up, no, it's going to be a lasting impression. I will remember. Right. You know, and so um, I just feel like I used to kind of be like, well, we don't keep in touch, so we're not friends. We're more so associates. And that's still true because there are only so many people, like I said, I have that deep connection with in which I can call them at any time and whatnot. But I feel like any of the people I associate with or felt we were friends at a point in time um, with growing bonds and connections, um, I do feel like I can call on them for certain things. I do hope, you know, they know that my door is always open in my arms as well, you know, if they ever need anyone to call on. You know, no matter at the end of the day, no, whatever we have going on will never outweigh the love I have to give. You know, I have plenty of love to give, no matter the relation, no matter the title. And that goes just for anyone, you know, yeah. so I had to check myself because to me, that was very, very fucking selfish of me to just, you know, stop associating with people because they couldn't make time. But then it goes to the things they pick and choose do because I would then, you know, pick and choose when I made time for the things and the people I wanted. But that also tied to what was fulfilling and happy and good for me, you know? So I had to say, well, maybe they were doing what was good for them. But a lot of times, I felt like people were in my life and are in my life for monetary gain. But I've had that happen. Yeah. But a lot of people have different conditions on different things. So but maybe even my conditions for a friendship may not be the next person's conditions, you know? So some person may view me as their friend, but I not view them as their friend. And neither of us are wrong. But I've had to happen to make that statement and someone get offended because to them, I was a friend. And I was like, no, I don't see you as a friend. Like, you know what I mean? And I wasn't right. trying to be an asshole about it. It's just you don't meet that criteria in the position we're in now. That's exactly why you are not on that level in which I would say you are a friend you know and I was not wrong I was not wrong but hey you know it it is what it is I don't wish anyone wrong ever you know I wish everyone well you know abundance and wealth health you know so I just take it as what it is you know maybe it was meant for that season and for a reason you know what I mean I was just supporting someone else that I love who is a friend right but I knew that shit was flaky from the jump. I was like, nah, shit, weird. <laughs> you know, I caught it. You know, I hate to say it, but I caught it. You know? Right. Don't play with the people I love. Yeah, that's unconditional. It ain't gonna shake. Right. You know? So. so I can, man, I can tell you a lot of situations. Like, shit. Like, the last, I don't say, the last little relationship I was in, shit. You know, she, she was in it for a beneficial gain. And she got pregnant on me, and I ain't gonna speak on what happened. But you remember what happened with me last year? Yeah. You know, the night all that happened, she got pregnant. Oh wow. 
Yeah. So when I was in, when you know, when I was down there for them twelve hours, she was getting knocked up. That's crazy. And I just paid her rent that month too. And like I was actually about to, like man, I'm telling you, I man, I was going all out for that girl. Like she was about to go back to college. She was about to put her back in college. Like yo, you just in school. Like got you. Why you in school? Yeah, I hate things went that way, you know, and that again leads me back to that intention and temptations, like, because that's that's just that's just a flag on play, you know what I mean? So I mean, but I don't know her reasoning, or I don't, you know what I mean? So right. to me, in my eyes, and just from knowing you personally, from my perspective, you know, that's a flag on play. You're wrong. Like, I don't care what you have to say. You know, you're wrong. I'm signed with Leon. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right, but as a woman, I don't. I do want to know her perspective. Doesn't mean that mine's going to change, but right. I just, it's not even her perspective. It's just like what was going through your head that would make you do something like that. You know what I mean? And the thing is, like she was supposed to come down that day because we was about to go get her son. You know, we found a little car for her. We was about to go get, and I was about to go pick her. I was like, Yo, I'm not about to get this car and drive up there and drive it back. I'm like, I'm just gonna come pick you up. I'm already in my whip, and I'm gonna come back. You know what I'm saying? You gonna ride back with me down here? Yeah. Ride back, you know, by yourself or with your friend, whoever come with you. Feel me? And she made up some, you know, bullshit ass excuse. And when, when the whole, when the whole, like when that whole situation happened, you know, I called. I tried calling hella folks, right? Nobody. Mm-hmm. I called her straight to voicemail. She even around twice. She sent to voicemail. I called again, sent by sent voicemail. So I text her cousin, was like, yo, such and such, such and such just happened, you know. Tell you know, I ain't gonna say her name, but tell her to call me. I almost said her name, but tell her to call me. Uh so she face, you know, I FaceTimed her and she answered. She she had the camera pointed at the ceiling, like, damn, he must have somebody over there. So she's like, Yeah, what's going on? And I was like, Well, such and such, such and such just happened. Yeah. She, Where you at? I was like, man, I'm over at this little gas station right now. And, yeah. She hung up. She texted. She didn't text me or call until, like, 6.30 that morning. Dang. And she had text again, like, at 8.30. Because I told her, like, yo, if you don't hear from me by this time, call this this number here. Let them know what's going down. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, because somebody called me with something like that. What happened with me? I'm be calling them 15, 20 minutes. Right. Get up. Like, man, what's going down? You straight? Yeah, I hate you in that situation. It's all good. Everything going to play out right. Do you feel like that experience, like, changed your view on the world or on anything in general? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely off tops. How so? I just feel like nobody can be trusted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't feel like anybody can be like you know, like I know I don't feel like because like when I went when I went to where I was going, it was just like you know wasn't on any kind of fuck shit. You know I wasn't on none of that bullshit. You know, either I knew she was. I ain't a lot of low key in my feelings. I was trying to talk. You feel me? Yeah. And like then I was like shit. All that happened. You know. I'm just like damn. Like, it just makes you look at the world different. Like, somebody don't mind, you know, 
I could have been, I could have been, you know, we could have been having this conversation. You feel me? Right, exactly. And yeah. I would hate that, you know. Yeah, you would have saw, could have saw me on Channel Ten News talking about, you know, shoot, nigga was killed. Yeah, I couldn't imagine the world without you. Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, I mean it. And thank- my heart. Man, a lot of folks ain't like that, you know. And a lot of folks, but after that situation, I noticed a lot of fakeness in people. You know, people want to try to come around now more. Yeah. Acting like, man, my phone wasn't going to stop going off. I'm just like, damn, where the fuck all y'all been at all this time? Right. You know, don't worry about what I got going on now. Right, I wasn't there before. Right. That one day when I was shooting in gym. <laughs> Right. <laughs> For real though. Don't try to be try and be nosy. That's what it is. Right. So that's why I got uh, you know, that's why I changed my number and got all that, you know. Yeah. And I, I mean I hate that you had to you was put in a situation, you know, in which you feel like no one can be trusted because you know that's that's real shitty, but then again, it may not be, you know. I don't I'm not one to say, you know. I just hate that you had to be in it, you know, and I had I hate that you feel like you had to be in there alone, you know, because essentially when it comes down to it, you were, you were the odd man out. Right. You know, and, and that's not fair. And that's not even the only situation. It's like situations with certain friends and stuff, you know, our, we're quote unquote friends. Right. Just, you know, one thing about me is I never fake the funk for nobody. You know, we've been, we've been cool for a minute. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All my little yeah. shout and had. You haven't been around. You haven't probably met quite a few of them. Yeah. I ain't switched up on you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You've always been who you are, and I expect you not to be anything less than. You know, so I appreciate that. I appreciate you. You know? And you've always been solid, too. Anybody you've dealt with, you've been solid. Oh, I appreciate that. And a lot of folks ain't like that. They get to fool with somebody, and, you know, they want to act all fake and funky. I'm like, okay, you know, that's, you know, that's cool. That's what you want to do, but shoot, you know? Right. At the end of the day, you got to realize they try to jump fake. You, you cut ties with me. You know, ties will come back, but ain't going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, you burn that bridge, you know? <laughs> but it's like some are worth, are worth it, you know what I mean? Because if they weren't meant to be, they weren't meant to be, and you know, yeah. I, I, my love is unconditioned, you know, I love anyone I come in contact with, you know, it's just different levels to it. And, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with loving from a distance, you know, exactly. I always try to remember the depth over the distance. Right. Nothing how- will ever be longer than a moment spent between us. And, you know, I try to put that play with anyone I come across, you know, I may not remember your name, but I may remember your voice or your smile or your laugh or, you know, how you made me feel in the moment, you know, that count because that shit matter because you mattered. You know, that's all. So, that's deep. That is real. Like, I be, I, I, you know, I'm a Scorpio, and you know, <laughs> I be having lots of feels. So, you know, but you know, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's there's something different when you allow yourself to be vulnerable. I think that's that's what makes a lot of people scared to be their authentic selves, or you know, share that with other people because they're afraid to you know, live themselves, live that truth, you know? It's okay, because I see you, you know? Right. We all live in one big-ass Me Too moon. We all really just want to be understood, you know? 
because we all we all walk around like, damn, ain't nobody gonna feel this way. But guess what? You don't know because you're not you're not living your truth. Someone may be having the same feelings you have. The experience just may be a little bit different. But damn, that made me feel the same way too. I get it. I understand. You know, I think that's all that matters. To me, that's empathy. It is. I can give sympathy all day. Here, here's his get well card. Bye. Right. Or I can call call you up. I can come over there and make you soup. I can whatever. I can show you compassion. I can show you love. You know, I can show you something different. Or I can just let it be superficial monetary. But what are you going to remember more? To me, that's okay. But everybody had different conditions, you know. So some people may just like that card. And is that wrong? No, it's not, you know. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This crazy thing called life, you know. Life is wild for real. All right, what? <laughs> we yeah. are we are supposed to be here. We're just put here. We're just we're just thrown here into the wild. Like <laughs> um, control chaos. Right. <laughs> um, what do you think your future self will remember about you now? Like if you if you if your future self saw you like right now, what do you think you'd remember? Looking back. Man, you worked your ass off to get to where you want to be. Yes, you are. You you might be you might be crazy as hell and be doing some wild shit, but man, you don't work your ass off. And it was all well worth it. Cause here you are now. You that, you know, you that crazy, funny uncle to be at all the parties and stuff. Bringing all the gifts everybody see maybe twice a year. <laughs> but you out traveling the world and you know, if your niece and nephews need something, all they got to do is call you and you got it right then and there. Sure. Sure. So, um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Do you, um, I know you value wealth. Um, do you value health as well? I do value health. Your health is your wealth. You got to take care of yourself. You got to eat right. You got to exercise. And you got to love yourself. Because when you love yourself, you're going to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to, and the thing is, you got to, like, I ain't going to say, like, like, going back to earlier, I said, don't be all buying all this crazy stuff, but it's okay to spoil yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to do to make you happy. But it's just not. But you got to also value your resources. Because your wealth is a resource to build yeah. more. To go out and do the things that you need to do with life. For sure. So, um, what do you think would be more? Go ahead. And go to the doctor, mate. There's nothing wrong with going to the doctor. If you're out here, wow. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go get STD checks and all that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. If, shoot. You know, women, you know, get y'all womenly exams, whatever that consists of. Men, get your manly exams. Stop saying, oh, that's gay. Uh, they put their finger up my butt to check my prostate. Nah. What's the hell gonna happen when you get prostate cancer and your dick don't get hard no more? Right. <laughs> You know, right. What, what, what's that called? A little pump? Yeah. 
Yeah, you better go ahead and go to the doctor to get that check. Like, I go to the doctor to get everything checked. Ain't no shame in my game. Right, gonna be out here active, gonna be grown, be grown right. in. Right. Same child's play. Shit. So I ain't because in such <laughs> as uh, if you got you got to check your family medical history as well. Yeah. You know, like on both sides of my family, heart disease run, diabetes run, uh, high blood pressure, like. I had childhood asthma, but I don't have asthma no more. But both my mom and yeah. dad, you know, and that's the thing people got to realize, you know, a lot of health stuff is genetic, you know, be passed down. Yeah. And, and, got, and a lot of it got coming to do with, you know, diet as well. Like, like yeah. how you were saying, got to take care of your health, you know. Make yeah. keep your body environment which viruses and bacteria cannot flourish. You had to tap in with it. Correct. Control your environment as within, so without. Because man, so many folks is also your cleanliness is next to godliness. You gotta be clean. Amen but, to it. And dirt <laughs> also cause diseases and health issues. Right, you you laying around sitting up in pet dander and dust all day, wondering why you can't breathe and you know, you're coughing and shit. Exactly. You could breathe in all them allergens, all that stuff that's in the air. Right. And none of the filter just dust at building up. Right. Cause that's what I gotta do. Like, you know, I work out there in the oil field, like when we get the little sand sites, our trucks get filled up with sand. I gotta let the windows down and blow all that sand out because that, you know, that kind of should be fucking with me. Cause if I go like if I notice if I go a week or so without doing it, man, I'll start. You know, if I spit, I'll spit up dirt and dust and stuff. Yeah, it's okay. You know, so it's like just you I gotta believe. and do what you have to do to take care of your health and protect your health. Right, for sure. Um, so uh, what do you think will be more valuable in the future? Uh, relationships or money? Um, a lot of times, some people choose to pursue money at the expense of relationships, and other choose to pursue relationships at the expense of money what do you think what do you think is going to be happening in my life personally um just in just in general or in your life and you know in the world why do you what do you think you know how do you see it uh how i see it for myself is i see money money being you know first and foremost everything um I don't say just because the situation I was put in, but it's just I feel like money can bring more in my life and into my future, you know, to the generations to come after me than what it would bring me being in love with somebody and just loving somebody. But in general, I feel like a lot of people choose love because people, I'm not also they're afraid of being alone, but they're afraid to be alone. A lot of people feel like they have to have somebody or they need somebody uh, to flourish in life. Maybe that's their call. Maybe that that is what's going to make them happy in life. But just with me, I don't like with that situation I was alone in. You know, I've been alone, just living on my own for a good, good while. So it doesn't really bother me just to be by myself. Okay, so we should say people don't like being alone. They just don't like being lonely, man. Correct. Okay. 
Okay. How do you feel on that situation, on that topic? Um, honestly, for me, um, I don't mind being alone. I do not like being lonely. Um, just because I've been, you know, alone so long. You know what I mean? I didn't start dating until I was like 19. And I did a lot of things uh, as far as, you know, intimate relationship-wise later in life. You know, I was always focused on, you know, my studies and things, you know, college and whatnot. Um, and as I got older, I began to look at relationships more as relations. And, you know, there's levels to this shit. You know what I mean? It's chestnut checkers. So when I think of relationships, I think of, you know, my platonic, you know, platonic relationship, you know, strictly platonic. I think of, you know, my, um, you know, different, you know, levels to those platonic relationships, you know, like friend, best friend, you know, like acquaintance, you know, there's levels to all of it. So um, when I think of my relationships, I guess I am one of those people that's probably going to always end up choosing love because at the end of the day, anything I do is because of the love that I have to give or want to give or express. Um, because for me, it's unconditional. It's the most selfless thing I can do. The most self, one of the most selfless things I can do is smile at another person. That is an act of love, you know. Um, giving someone a compliment is an act of love, you know. I try to carry myself in such a way, you know. So I guess I, I choose love at the end of the day because, like we were talking about, this five money system, <laughs> this shit is made up. They can go make some more money. If if that money was gone at the end of the day, what do we have left to lie in? What's what else is there? You know? If money was just gone, we're gonna be worried about the relationships, huh? Who like you, who this, that, and the other. What else we gonna have to worry about? So to me, That's- it is important, but everyone has different conditions on everything you know and my conditions for unconditional are null I don't have any and a lot of people do when it comes to unconditional love you know so I don't know but it's me love win man that's deep I never looked at it that way from that standpoint like 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 at the end of the day you know you know how we met I no matter what we do at the end of the day you always have a friend to me whether there's an exchange of money or anything you know whether we see, we don't. We go years without talking, but we always check in. Right, you right. are no less my friend than you were. What right. almost ten years ago? Yep. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, because folks, there's don't... no conditions on my love, you know. Right, and see, you was one of the only few people that I, you know I told about the situation. I'm like, you know, I fucks with you. You, you solid. Oh, I appreciate you. You know, I. I thank you so much for trusting me with that, you know, because that is very intimate information, you know, and it's right. not for all ears, you know. Exactly. So I appreciate you. Because, you know, some people try to look at that as, uh, you know, people try to try manipulate the situation. Yeah. And right. Say this and that, especially, you know, in little ass Wichita. You know. Right. You know, they'll try to make something out of something that it ain't. <laughs> right. Man. Going back to your intentions and temptations, they don't, you know what I mean? But like I said, I feel like I know you well enough to where there's no nothing she said, you know, but who am I to say, you know? Right. I, but it's a matter of being transparent about the situation. Yes, I could hear her side, but to me, that does not make you any less right for whatever happened. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't, I care, but I don't, you know what I mean? Right. I'm gonna, I get it. 
I fucking get it. All right. Because it's funny, I was talking to this uh, female and I explained the situation to her. You know, we was actually going to start dating and stuff. And she had nerve to say, well, if you wasn't cheating, you wouldn't be in that position. I was like, first of all, I wasn't cheating, you know, but. Wow. Like, she, that's exactly what she told me. I was like, I wasn't cheating, but. <laughs> Why well, the girl in there get doing it, though? That's crazy. Okay. Right. Uh, but, okay. I was hmm. like, dude, I, I was honest. So I was trying to go blow the girl back out. Shit, I had somebody else I could have went over. Like them double standards. That's right. that's one thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Shit. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. That pissed me off when that girl said that. Oh. <laughs> it would piss me off too. <laughs> Say that. Shit. <clears throat> yeah, it's man. It's funny, man. I can tell you. I can tell some funny stories from that, Lex. I can. It's crazy out here. Yeah, it most definitely is. Um. So, do you feel like um, there's like a there should be like a goal for humanity? Like, man, goal for humanity should be love one another. Uh, shoot, put all religions to to the side, gender, race, all that. Be good to one another. Be good to who everybody because we all in this together, especially us ninety nine percenters. You know, us 99ers, we in this shit together. Because at the end of the day, this shit hit the fan. Who's going to be good than one percenters? Right. Well, we got. Right. You know, I put all, you know, political differences, all that aside, because all that shit's just a big game to me. Right. They all, they all, they all rep the same shit, just different wordplay. Right. When the Life of Mac, I better master our communication with playing. All this shit's interchangeable. Going in, internet, sentinel, synonyms, all that. Read a book is fundamental. Exactly. <laughs> it's wordplay. All the stories you read about. Cross read, cross reference. Exactly. Look them up. The origins, the roots. Right. Linguistics. And me crazy when I say that. Like, all this is a big ass game. I don't care if you, what you claim to be independent, liberal, Democrat, Republican. Uh, shoot, all of this is just a big old, big old game. And it's a money game. Uh, okay. Shit, hey. For sure. So, right. okay. Do you feel like an um, ideal government exists? Kind of ex- explain that question to me. Explain that question to me. Okay, so. We know there's, you know, the government's supposed to be for the people, by the people, but we know who we know. When we come down to it, we know who it's for, what it's about. Because, like we were saying earlier, we don't have certain rights. No matter what's being said, we don't got those rights. Right. So, and your idea, in your, in, in your head, from your perspective, is there an idea of government? Like, how would, how would you see things ran, you know? Knowing the things we know, do you think it would be better for people to actually be for the people? Like, should we be self-governing everything? I believe we should, but also with that, I believe that will come a lot of dramas because of a lot of the entitlements in this world, a lot of the racism, uh, mostly racism, 
that's the biggest thing going on. Yeah. Uh, and especially, you know, stuff going on with policing. I feel like the majority would justify everything that's going on with police, you know, killing innocent blacks and Latinos uh, unarmed because it goes back to religion. The police officers right. Bible that uh, they will protect and serve when really they're not. I don't say right. that. A lot of folks will say, well, they swore on the Bible that they was going to do this, so they're going by that. They're going by the swear of the Bible. If that makes sense. Right. Some job you just can't have bad apples. Right. Like, they had, like, police are there for good intentions, but, you know, a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, some. I, I mean, I will hope. I I will hope. I believe their intention was well. Right. But, you know, but who, who like I said, empathies are learned trait, you know? Right. Because I feel like you have a, a like, a five-second window to make a decision and act on it, to think and to just get to do it, you know? Correct. I don't. I don't feel like they're thinking before they're acting. They're just acting. Right. Breathe. Think about what's happening. Exactly. You know, but they're in that moment. That fight is that fight or flight response. But then you also have that freeze. No one thinks about that. Take a second. You have five seconds. Right. And that could be the matter between life and death. That's true. But you had a duty because you chose that job. Correct. And it's just like, like, I feel like if they disrespect that duty and break the oath they took, they should be reprimanded because they're spoiling it for the good apples. When all that happens is that they're demoted or pays cut or they're fired from that station hired another one. It's kind of like me driving trucks, having my CDL. If, say, you get into a rollover accident with A company, A through Z through triple Z is not going to hire you because you have that rollover. Mm. They consider that as reckless driving and that that was preventable. And it's just that I'm like, how is it that trucking is structured in law enforcement? Mm. I feel like... Like as an officer, that you should be reprimanded for life from being an officer. Yeah. No matter if it's a daily mistake, a mistake, you know, you can't have mistakes in a profession that's you have people's lives in your hands. Right. Right. No matter if you know you feel they're guilty or not, like. Correct. You're right. And it just goes, and then sometimes I feel like, uh, I feel like sometimes they might make honest mistakes, mm-hmm. but court system, they overcharge them purposely so they won't be be uh, held accountable. Exactly. They'll overcharge them. Like I try to, like you know, are we allowed to talk about the issues that's going on now? Oh, for sure. Like that, that. I love talking about recidivism rates and all of that. I'm trying. I'm trying to do numbers. You know, I'm right. trying to. You know, 
Right. Like that white lady that killed that young black man that she's on force like 26 years. I forgot what her name is, what his name was. Uh, I feel like because, you know, I looked at the video. The Ricky was right there in front of when she started shooting. Uh-huh. I believe it was a reckless mistake. Her pulling that gun instead of the taser. But uh-huh. I charged her with murder because that Ricky cop was right in front of her when she started shooting. It could have hit him. Yeah. I, manslaughter would be an appropriate charge because that, that would be a slap. That would be a slam dunk getting her sent to prison. Yeah. But trying to say murder, that would be, you know, that would be like, that'd be, it would be sketched to a jury. Because they'll pull up that question of why would she shoot, our defense would pull up, why would she shoot and her rookies right there? Yeah. It was intentional. Yeah. And people would kind of look at it like, well, that's true. Like, to George Floyd, ain't like, that ain't no question, that was murder off tops. Right, right, that, for sure. But this case is a little different. This case is just you know, I you know, I prefer for them to try to charge her with manslaughter because I believe they try to charge her with murder. They're overcharging her purposefully just so she'll be off the hook. And she'll oh. still get off and everything. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't know a uh, manslaughter, um it's homicide that is unintentional killing. Um and murder uh is more so intentional. Um and manslaughter is uh treated as less severe. So yeah, there you go. Correct. I- yeah, I agree with that as well because, again, like Chris said, it's a lot of wordplay and just like you're really just arguing the better case, you know. So what you're saying is very much so true, you know. Correct. Very much true. Right. And personally, I'd rather her be undercharged and sentenced than overcharged and able to walk free. Right. Even if it was within her heart to kill, you know, I'd rather it be, you know what I'm saying? Because they can't right. prove. They, you know, you can only prosecute what you can prove. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I had one. I wanted to be a lawyer. I had went to school and was taking law classes, so that's why I, I didn't know that. Yep. I love that for you. That's really cool. Yep. I actually want to be a defense attorney because I feel like too many young black men are being prosecuted wrongfully, and I want to represent them. I, I eventually still plan on doing that once I get my trucking business taken off because I got all my general eds done. Yeah. You, yeah, I can see you doing that. You should do that. I look forward to you doing that. I, I love that for you. I appreciate it. That's, that's, that's the yeah, point. of course. That's dope. How long do you think that'll take you? Shoot, hopefully by the end of next year I'll have at least five trucks. And then I'm going to start probably taking probably real, like half a semester classes, not doing like mm-hmm. full, full part-time student. And then by the end of 2023, I'll have all the trucks that I want. So I at least want to have 20 trucks out here. Okay. 20 trucks out here. That way I can just sit back and if I, that'll make me, uh, twenty trucks probably make me three, four thousand in my pocket a week. Not driving any of them, so I don't plan on taking no big portion of from the trucking business to live my life. Gotcha. But once mm-hmm. I, I go to school full time, 
and have, you know, office people working that way. If anything happens, they can call them and only call me if it's something major. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah, plan on going to University of Houston. That's dope. That's Part real dope. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good plan. And I, and I I really like, you know, your reasoning behind um, choosing, you know, to study law. It is sad, I and mean, a lot of times they can't afford to have good attorneys representing them. Right. And the court appointed, you know, they're not getting paid shit, really. All they're doing is really is, hey, just do this here, do this. All they're trying to do is get out, get get cases done with, lower their workload. I'm not saying all are that way, but a good majority of them are. Right. I really, yeah. You're yeah. right. Man, just... It makes me go back to that government thing, like being self-governing. Like, if money was not an issue, like we did not have to worry about is- like issues as a community, as far as like, you know, just living in party, you know, being hungry, you know, homeless, or you know, to have money in our pockets. We didn't have to worry about money, and we had land, and you know, we were growing our own food, and you know, teaching ourselves, you know, or in our own schools as communities, you know, real community projects, you know, learning the real things we need to learn, how we need to learn them, you know, how we're supposed to be learning them. We're learning about all this real world, real life shit, you know, how to do finances, you know, how to represent ourselves, how to argue for ourselves, because essentially law is just arguing the better case. You can go in there and argue for yourself. Correct. You know, but you got to know what you're talking about. But who better knows than you? Exactly. Because you know, make sure you can prove a good, solid point. Right. So it's just like, um, if we didn't have to worry about all of this, all this money, I feel like we could really flourish. You know, we could. Why not? Exactly. So do you feel like money's the root to all evil? that or wherever the money came from. All right. For sure. Paper come from? Good question. What do you think? Man, I was like, I don't know. I was like, why, how did they come out and say we're going to have this fiat paper currency? Right. And, when gold was a trade, right? Correct. And other things like Gold and silver. Elements, you know, not little natural little thing, you know what I mean? Right. Where did it right. come from? Right. Like, you know, I'll give you five pounds of wheat for two pounds of sugar. There's no exchanges like that. Right. Exchanging goods, you know. Right. That's as we should be doing. Why aren't we why are we not? I'm gonna have to look into that. You let me, yeah, look into the history of when when it came about, you let me know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I'll be out there. You know, I, like, I do short routes now, but I'll be sitting at the well site sometimes three, four hours waiting to unload. And I'll be looking up a whole lot of random shit, for real. Yeah, I do that a lot, too. I try to learn something new every day, honestly. Right. 
I mean, I'll be getting some deep parts of YouTube. I'll be looking like, damn. <laughs> and I started off on a MasterChef video. Yeah, be everywhere. All down rap holes and everything. Real. Like yeah. YouTube history. YouTube like knowledge. <laughs> um, what do you feel like you contribute back to society? Uh, repeat that question. What do you feel like you contribute back to society? Man, I feel like I can contribute a lot of good life lessons. I feel like I can teach people. A lot of people, especially, they want to get into the trucking game or the oil field. I feel like I can help people go into the right path and get into that. For sure. Because a lot of people don't. I didn't notice this until I got into it. Over probably about 75% of the people I've met out here actually have college degrees. Mm-hmm. They drive trucks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll be wow. playing all out. So I'm like, damn, I don't even have my college degree. And some people I've talked to on a college degree or they had some kind of previous professional training. Uh-huh. Hmm. But I feel like once, you know, everybody noticed, like, I feel like I can let people know how lucrative this is. And, you know, I have to have a college degree for it. Right. Change your life right. from driving trucks, working the oil field, whichever one you want to do. You just got to be willing to make a small sacrifice of time to change your life. So yeah. I'll be happy as I've been being able to do this kind of work. Like, this is actually the only kind of job I actually like. I left for a little while, but I was like, man, I'm tired of it. Yeah. And also, but people invest in trucks. They don't have to necessarily drive them, but they own them. And that can make them some good loot, too. So, like, with owning them, like, what, renting them out or something? Is that what you mean? Uh, own them, like have your own authority setting up where you can book loads and have drivers to deliver them, pick them up, and everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Even necessarily having your authority, say yeah. you five trucks, you can go to a company called like Landstar, they're nothing but owner operators. You can own the truck, and don't quote me on this. I think they make like 80% of the revenue. Sheesh. Uh, so like if the truck grows 10,000 for the week, mm-hmm. they're 10,000. And you're making eight thousand minus your fuel and your insurance and stuff like that. Wow! Like the company I'm with, like I can actually tell you, we make percentage of when our truck grows. I'm gonna go to my last settlement. I got on my other phone to tell you exactly how it is. Let me see where it's at. got paid on Friday, so a settlement be Thursday. They give good insight. They almost make me want to get in the industry. And <laughs> I'm telling you, it's good. Like, this was two weeks ago. Like, I, I missed two days because I had to get new tires on my truck. I missed two loads, I should say. I missed two days. But I took home 1200 Like, what went to my bank account this week? Because we're two weeks in the hole. Uh, what went into my bank account on Friday was twelve hundred, but 
when my truck grossed was I'm trying I gotta zoom into it. My truck grossed sixty four hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. No, and if I own my truck, I'll get seventy percent of that. Man. I plan on buying a truck here next month or so. Oh, I love that. That's so dope. Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. I bet. You've been oh. talking about it for a while. Go ahead, speak into existence. I hear you. I was trying to find the right truck. Yeah. Like with that kind of grossing that much at seventy one percent, I would have took home forty five, seventy nine, fifty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's before uh before take That's a good move to make. Yeah, make that move. Oh yeah, definitely. That's not checkers. Oh yeah. Cause this week I grossed like the week I just got off of, I'm gonna get in two weeks, I grossed like ten thousand. Mm-hmm. And that's to the truck, that's not to me. So imagine if I were to own the truck, how much I would have got. That would be right. over seventy one hundred because I think I grossed like between ten and about eleven fifty. Yeah. And then I'm a trainer too, so I get paid that training pay on top of it. Yeah, that's nice. Oh yeah, you making big moves. I right, I'm trying to, and I don't be trying to say none of this shit to brag or nothing. I'm just trying to tell people like, yo, this kind of money you can make out here. Yeah. You know, a lot of folks, I'm like, man, I don't want to be out there doing that. You know, that's too, it's too, you know, I'm like, man, it ain't even, like, this work ain't even hard for real. Right. Like, this right. work, all I do is drag three holes at the most, hook them up to silos, hook them to the truck, and just let it blow off. And most, uh, most of the time I'm on my phone, just make sure my holes don't clog up. Because them holes clog up, them things is a bitch ton clog. But other than that, man, it's easy. It's easy work. And I feel like sometimes schools should push these kind of careers rather than always saying just college this, college that. Because I met guys out here in the oil field, no college degrees, making $120,000, 130000 a year. Hello? Hello. Hey, Lex. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, it kind of went out. Not bad, but I'm not sure what happened. So, um, if you could teach everyone uh, one concept, what do you think the concept would be and would have the most positive impact? on humanity? Do for, for you, like, what would your concept be that you feel will have the biggest impact on everyone? Do for others as you want to be done to yourself because if you treat others with respect and look out for others, this world will end up looking out for you in some form or way. Rather, your personal life, your career, something good is going to happen from being good to others. But if you treat others like shit, don't expect them to be shit to happen to you. Right. That karma. It's all neutral energy. Correct. Make a move. Make it your best move, though, you know. You know, exactly. try to always move in a positive direction. 
But yeah. you know, we get it. Sometimes it's it's hard when you at war with yourself. You know, you feel like sometimes the whole world's against you, and really, you're your own biggest judge. You know, right? Karma. You know, there's twelve laws. You know, your laws of attraction, all of that. You know, but it's all child's play, wordplay, yeah. interchangeable. Man, you feel uh, what you will. You know. Excuse me. I like that though. Because, yeah, give it all I had and give it back. Right. For sure. Now, sure. I like this. I ain't always trying to nervous the person about getting on the podcast. But I like this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I definitely was definitely, definitely, anytime you want to be on the podcast, want me to be on your podcast, I'll definitely be on it. Well, I appreciate you so much, you know, and I, again, time is one of the most valuable things to give, so I know I just want to say thank you for, you know, allowing me to take some of your time this morning, you know, um, and I would love to have you anytime, you know, and especially when you <laughs> figure out the answer to that question we were talking about, you know, where the whole money thing come from and, you know, how far it dates back, um, I would love to have you on again so we can kind of, you know, figure up there and discuss that, you know. Talk some more business. Definitely. I want to apologize. I know we were not supposed to do this podcast for a minute. To she can always be out. My phone broke. And I went and got a little burner phone at Walmart. And I wasn't getting texts or half my calls. Then the other phone came back home and started to start working again when I went and brought this phone. Oh, like, no. Thank you for apologizing. But, you know, no worries. You know, uh, we were able to get it done, you know. And I guess no time is better than, you know, now. So right, right. It, it was it was it was awesome. I I really enjoyed this time. Man, me too. Like, shoot, I'm for real. Like, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, man, I'm ready for this. Like, I'm ready to be on the podcast. I told everybody <laughs> on the podcast. I said I'm gonna share the link with y'all once I get it. Yes, most definitely. Um, I will definitely see you a link for Anchor. I will also see you a link to share from Spotify. Um, we'll be on Google Podcasts, um, Pocket Cast, Breaker. So um, I'll give you everything you need to, you know, get your voice out there, to get my voice out there because, you know, thank you for doing this for me. It was for you too. And then, you know, for everyone else, of course. So, you know, definitely want to make sure we get the word out and, you know, let everyone hear you and, you know, what you got to say and things you want to do because, you know, you matter. So I want everyone to see your vision because you shared it with me so thank you so much for that man I it part of my vision yeah for sure definitely and i'm always here for you and i'm always gonna support it oh thank you so much i'm always you know here to support you too and you know i look forward to you know you getting your truck next month you know i appreciate that thank you thank you thank you thank you and uh thank you for joining me this morning I right, anytime whenever you want me again just call me i'll be here all right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye.